0: Hi guys, and welcome back to Overcomer Podcast. If it's your first time, then welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the overcoming team. We are overcoming together. We love one another. We help one another. um, We encourage one um, one another. um, If you're listening for the first time, and you are an overcomer, period, sis, okay? Or bro, if you're listening, you're an overcomer um and i just want to um say a big thank you to everybody again if you haven't go back and listen to episode seven because i think you guys will really enjoy that we were joined with tay and tay um you know she absolutely loved it and people who've actually listened to it girls and guys are like wow sis i think people have made last episode their new favorite episode now so definitely share it and listen to it again but this episode is um episode eight, and I think it actually might ruffle a few feathers, a few people might get a bit, you know, a bit triggered, so Yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm not trying to trigger anybody, I'm just, you know, trying to speak from what I know, what I've, you know, what I've seen, experiences from myself and others, if it ruffles any feathers, apologies in advance, but if you're being convicted, then it's obviously, um, is a good thing, isn't it? So, yeah, we're just going to get straight into it. We're going to jump into it. And this episode is about soul ties. Um, I, This has been requested by about three or four people where they've been wanting to speak about soul ties, understanding the importance of soul ties. So I'm just going to get right into it. Before we get right into it, let's read the scripture of the day, obviously, which is First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. And this is a scripture that this podcast will be based on. um, And we will be like, you know, just... A scripture that I want you guys to take away. You, I want you to take this away. So when somebody wants to ask you, oh, but why can't we have sex? Why don't you have sex? Why are you celibate or why are you a virgin? Just remember the scripture. Yeah, First Corinthians chapter six verse sixteen. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. So this is just the that scripture. It slaps. It slaps. So, don't you know that if you sleep with a prostitute, that you become one body with her? Like, it says, as it is written, as it is written, the two will become one flesh. That's what it says. It says the two become one flesh. So, one body, one soul, one mind. People need to realise that sex is a covenant, Sex isn't just something that you should play around with and throw around the place and just be careless about. Sex is a covenant. So, which is why God has made it a thing for married couples because it's like you're now, because when you have sex, blood is shed. Like when you have sex, blood is shed. We all know that, you know, liquids and all stuff, they're, they're fuming together. Like sex is a covenant with another person. And that's why it's, made for married couples This is like well, you're basically joining yourself to that person when you have sex with them do you understand so why would not you want to join yourself to somebody that you're committed to or that you're married to obviously you're going to willingly go ahead and be like you know i'm going to have sex with my wife i'm going to have sex with my husband because we are becoming one flesh and we're becoming one like is in the scripture first corinthians six sixteen. and i'm not trying to preach to anybody we're just having we're just having a discussion ladies and gentlemen we're having a discussion here um, so First Corinthians six sixteen. That's what it says. So please remember that if anybody wants to come to you and be like, why are you not having sex? Why are you not having sex with your boyfriend? Why are you abstinent? Why are you um, why are you abstaining from sex or why are you celibate? Tell them. Remember the scripture that if I have sex with you, I don't know. I don't know the kind of person you are. First of all, inside only God. You, God knows. And without Christ, we all know that we are all sinners. Without Christ, if you if you don't have Christ in your life, you are a sinner. Like point blank point blank period. If that person still wants to have sex with you, if that person still wants to be fornicating and doing all sorts of s- sinful acts, already they're like they're not Christians, you get what I mean? So you're you are basically becoming unequally yoked with somebody who is not in Christ. And you are in Christ. So what you're doing is that you're actually spoiling yourself. Yeah. Not just I'm not just saying. Oh, you have you do one mistake and you have sex with somebody. You slip up. You have an, maybe like an ex boyfriend or like an ex girlfriend or you know you slip up. Maybe you, you go to Dubai. You just you slip up. Yeah, we're humans. Okay, I get that one. And like you're you're truly repentant. Like you are repenting, You you feel you feel remorse. You feel you feel truly like bad thought you did and you feel convicted by the spirit and it's not just oh you're feeling bad because oh you need God to quickly forgive you no as in true repentance then okay you repent to God and repentance means stop doing it as in you're not going to do it again I repent Lord but I'm talking about I'm not talking about people like that yeah I'm talking about people who fully indulge in sexual sin like they don't care as in god can't even show his face or something and he don't look at god and turn their face like um let me finish this round please don't come and interrupt because i'm enjoying myself i'm talking about them kind of people yeah so um don't mix yourself with someone who is ungodly or you are becoming unequally yoked. you be want to be a vessels i've spoken about vessels in like previous especially in the episode of don't look back i spoke about like being a clean vessel you want to be a clean vessel vessel you want to be a usable g- vessel to God. We all want to be usable usable to God. So if you're having sex, you're not going to be, you know, you're not making yourself, and it's not God that's not making you usable. Please, He's ex- he accepts all. But you're the one that's making yourself not usable by just sleeping around with somebody who isn't even Christian, somebody that doesn't even respect your beliefs, yeah? And this is so many young Christian girls out there, so many young Christian guys out there where they, they like, they keep putting themselves in the same predicament because of, you know, the people that they're around. But enough of that, guys. Let's get into the different type of soul ties that they are because this is about soul ties and it's not just about, like, spiritual soul ties or, like, um, physical soul ties. There are other soul ties, some which are actually good. So we're going to get into that. And the first soul tie I have done is, like, physical soul ties, which is the obvious, like, sex and stuff. Like, you know, you have sex with somebody... And now you've now kind of like that person you can't erase a body count. So the girls and guys out there that your body count is sixteen, but you rely and say your body count is zero. That no, no, no. Like that physical soul is forever going to be there. You can't erase it. You can erase it in your head, that's you, but God knows, you know. The true body count. You know the the physical soul ties that you have. You know the people that Think about it. If you have sex with a guy, you've had sex with them. They've entered you. Or if you have sex with a girl, you've had sex with them. You know, you've entered them. There's no going back. Like, once the deed is done, that's the thing about sex. Sex is unreversible. It's either a no or yes. Like, if you get what I mean. So, yes, we're going to do it. Or no, I'm not going to have sex with you. And you walk away. That is the physical soul tie you... Forever and ever, till the day you die... It's there that you had sex with that person. It's not going to erase. This is the importance of sex. This is the importance of sex, guys. This is the importance of soul ties. So it's there. Do you get know what I mean? Um, it's not. It's not eras- It's not erasable. It's like is people play for play around with sex, but you can't erase who you've had sex with. Okay, emotional soul ties. Which is sharing emotional feelings and experiences with somebody, going through high and lows, lose, loses and gains, and up and downs with someone. With someone has a tendency to strengthen your bond with them. So, think about that friend. And this emotional soul tie isn't necessarily a bad soul tie. Even physical soul ties isn't necessarily a bad soul tie. If it's like, for example, you have a physical, if you have a physical soul tie with like your husband or your wife. That's not a bad soul tie. If you have a menstrual soul tie with like, your mom, your dad, your friends, that's not a bad soul tie. For example, your friends. You can have a soul tie with your friends. You've been through hell and back with this one, with this one brother, with this one sister. You're telling me, if you see them going through something they're down, they're in a down state, you're telling me you're not going to feel, it's not going to hurt your heart. God forbid, if that friend dies, people, I've seen people who have mourned their friends, as in, you'd think it was a family, um, a family matter, like, you don't even have to be blood to really, really feel if that person dies, because that person has been through the world and back with you. That person has even been there more for you than your family has. I'm talking about these type of friendships. These are emotional soul ties, and, like, you can't you can't just see that friend or them, them kind of friends. It's not easy to kind of break off from them. Even sometimes when you come to Christ, you have some friends that have been there for you. And even when they're not in Christ, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to cut you off. It's not the easiest thing to do. Because that person has been with you through, like, they've been with you when, when you were little and you guys growing up. They've been with you when you've, like, been struggling they've been with you when they've they've seen you cry they've seen you happy they've seen you they've seen you in your lowest state they've seen you looking hideous they've seen you even sometimes even naked they've seen you raw and they're telling me you're going to now come and be like oh this person i'm going to cut them off this person i don't want to chat to them this person is this and that and that this person is like so and so and so no, like, you're... Sometimes, you're obviously, you can fall out of friends. But even then, when you even fall out with that friend, if you were really tight with somebody and they're stabbing your back, that can be worse than a heartbreak. Sometimes, I feel like friendship heartbreaks can be even worse than, like, boyfriend and girlfriend heart, heartbreaks. When a true a friend that you were down for come and you've done everything, they come and stab you in the back. That thing can be so more painful than a friend... than even a, sorry, a boyfriend and girlfriend. That can, that, that can hurt somebody. Like, that can hurt somebody. That can... A friendship one can even break someone, somebody's trust more than even a boyfriend and girlfriend. People have made some really strong bonds with their friends. People have really been through some things with their friends. People have known their friends as in, like, known everything about them. Like, since people have sh- like, shared the, their darkest secrets with their friends. Friendship is a strong thing. Friendship is a really strong relationship. So you can actually build an emotional soul tie to a friend. And being um, having that with a friend is not bad either. Um, it's not bad at all. But it's just like sometimes, again, every soul tie can be a bit scary because if you have a sort of a friend that isn't like necessarily like the best kind of person or like they, they do a lot of like bad things or they're really fake or they 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 put you down or they downgrade you or they're a really toxic friend or behind your back they talk about you. Like, um, I read like a little article thing. Um, you know them people that, you know them YouTubers that speak about different topics, whatever. And I watched something and it was about like a lady who was really like obsessed with um one of her other friends she was so obsessed with this woman like she knew her bra size she knew her waist size she knew how she liked to have sex and she would try to copy these things she uh, um she knew everything about this woman that is obsessive like and because of that obsession she started to hate that woman because she looked totally different from the woman this woman was like a more like a you know like a caramel brown um mm, kind of, like, a medium brown kind of, like, colour, whereas her friend was really, like, dark-skinned and, like, she was obsessed over, like, her dark-skinned her dark skinned friend and she just, like, she knew everything, like, from head to toe about this woman, do you get? So she just had to actually hate this woman because in terms of even her complexion, she doesn't look like a woman. I'm sure her bra size, her foot... Like, she couldn't be this woman that she wanted to be so badly. Like, soul ties like that, emotional soul ties like that are scary. So... Every soul tie can be very, like, scary. So that's why it's important to pray for the spirit of discernment and pray that God will, like, remove certain people in your life that maybe aren't meant to be in your life, that God will add people who are destiny helpers to your life. Um, it's just good to know the people that, you know, you are building these ties with and that you're actually connecting to, whether it's physically, spiritually, etc. So we're going to move on from emotional soul ties. I didn't even know I was going to speak so much about emotional soul ties, but emotional soul ties are actually really, really important um even the same even with um let's say you have a crush for instance and you have not sex you haven't even had sex with this person or forget about sex but you have a crush on this person let's be real you're going to always think about that person 24 7 that person's always going to be in your mind 24 7 like let's say like you know you like them or it's going to hurt you if your crush likes another girl whether or not you've even slept with them it's still going to be like oh you get over it quicker and it's a thing where like okay thank God I haven't like slept with them or I haven't like done anything with them, but it's a thing where like damn like I kind of wish it was me. And that's an emotional sort type because you actually you haven't even touched a person physically properly. Do you get I mean at all? But you just like the person because of their character, because of their looks, for whatever reason you might like that person. It's still gonna get on your nerves a little bit because they're with next they're with another girl, and you know it's gonna be like oh my God I kind of wish it was me. Oh. Let's be real, we all have those moments, yeah? Um, Spiritual soul ties. Okay. This one, I'm about to get into it seriously. And this is where my title comes from. We think that we are STD free. A lot of people that go around having sex think they are STD free. And what I mean by STD free, I mean spiritual transmitted demon. You think you don't have an STD, but you do. You are not STD-free, sister or brother. You are not. You can be walking around right now, if you're listening to this, with an STD, a spiritual transmitted demon. And I'm going to get into it now. A spiritual transmitted demon is, for example, it's it's literally in the title, but I'm going to give an example. You never will be angry before you have sex with that person. As in, Never. Like you never was be angry, an angry person. After you had sex with that person, you became angry. After you had sex with that person, you started to get addicted to pornography, or you started to smoke weed a lot. Like you were never as like you even made a vow to yourself like ah, I can never smoke weed. Not saying that because you had sex, you, that's why you smoke weed. Ah, this is an example. You made you said this to yourself. I will never smoke weed. But then you're smoking weed because now it's become an addiction. And you notice that person. There's certain patterns that that person has that you've now picked up. But it's not because you chat at the person. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna get into it where it's like addictions, bitterness, lust, anger, all these things. If you read Galatians, you see that the fruit, you see all the fruits of the spirit. I'm talking completely opposite of the fruit of the spirits. So I'm talking about. Anger, lust, fornication, adultery, all these things that are from the enemy, these are like practically like demons. And you are getting you, you, yourself are catching that. Let's be real, after you had sex with that person, you were never the same. You were never the same again. After you had sex with that guy or that girl, you have not been the same. When you were a virgin, things were a little bit different to when you actually like opened up yourself and had sex and let somebody in. Let's not lie, let's get real. Let's get real. Let's get real. You have not been the same. You are not the same since you have had sex. Let us not lie. Your eyes have been opened. Like, you've seen things now. You can't compare yourself to somebody who hasn't had sex. Let's be real. Like, let's, let's do a little evaluation. Think about when you were a virgin, and then after you lost your virginity, and then after you started becoming, act, you know, actively sex, sex, sexual. Or even if you're not even an active person, even if you're not active... You are not the same. You are not the same anymore. That person has sort of like, they've taken a piece of you. Let's be real. After you had sex with that guy, he's taken a part of you. He's taken a piece of you. That's the importance of spiritual soul ties and SCDs is a serious matter and people like people take it as it's like a joke and it's is nothing it says in Matthew twelve forty five. 45 then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself and they go in and take their hope their home there and the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first so so will it also be with the wicked generation so it's talking about obviously demons the verse before that is, is referring to demons it says then it goes it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And obviously towards the end of the verse, it says, and the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first. This is speaking about the man before like anything has happened, before he indulged in any sort of wickedness. Wickedness is fornication. Fornication and adultery is a sin. If you're indulging in fornication, it's even in Galatians. If you're indulging in fornication, you are sinning. You are doing. You're performing wickedness. You, God isn't smiling at the situation. You think after you, you, you've you had... And think about it. You're not the same. You're not in the same condition physically or even spiritually after you've had sex. And I want that to really stay with somebody today. I want someone to realise that. After you've had sex, you're not in the same condition. By the grace of God, we have Jesus Christ, who is a restorer. He restores us by the grace of God. Jesus Christ restores us. And because he's restored us, like, we are no longer... It's not about our, old, our past or ourselves we have now been made a new creation in Christ. So we are lucky and we're blessed. If you are in Christ, you have been made a new creation. So it doesn't really matter about your past. But let's think about it. Even besides that, when you get married, let's be real. The way Shaniqua, Shaniqua, Chantella, Shante, um, Drummond, um what other names can we use, Oluat Babatunde, all these different people, Let's say you have, a, you have a wife. The way Shaniqua was to throw it down on the bed is not the same way that your wife throws it down. Shaniqua does a bed than your wife. Oop. Yes, be real. Shaniqua does a bed than your wife. But why is it that you think that way? It's a, it's, it's a spiritual thing because you've had, you've had sex with Shaniqua before you met your wife. But Shaniqua was so good in bed that even though you have to do like raw I can't lie, you know. Shaniqua was so good in bed. Maybe your wife is not as really experienced, but Shanika was. You're not going to forget the fact that Shanika was experienced. Even with pornography, some people, they have spiritual as of porn stars. You're having sex with your man, you're having sex with your girl. But all you can see is that, you're that porn star, you can, that's all you can see, their face. Just staring back at you as you're having sex. And your girl's feeling like, oh my god, yes, I'm giving it to him. But they don't know that, sis, it's not your face or your body that he's seen. He's seen that porn star's face, bruv. He ain't seen your face. He's seen somebody else's. So let's just remember that and keep that in mind. Think about why are people so addicted to porn? Why are people so addicted to masturbation? Think about it. Like, think about it. These are all spiritual and demonic soul ties. This is demonic. This is spiritual. This is devilish. You are addicted to pornography. Do you know the demons that are operating behind that? The only thing that's going to set you free is Jesus Christ. Because you would take that into your marriage. And you've watched porn so much that you expect the woman you've married or the man you've married to perform the same acrobatics in bed. It's not going to happen. Who told you you that person watches porn? Who told you that person can do the split on the bed? Who told you? Nobody told you. The guy didn't didn't tell you she can do the splits on the bed. The guy didn't tell you he could could do handstand on bed. So why is it that now you you feel like oh my god you're not getting it good enough oh my god I've waited all these years to have sex again and it's what I'm getting she's not doing it like um like Jane um you know she's not doing it like Jane she doesn't have to do role play like that porn star Jane that's not that's none of that person's business first of all you've now given yourself such a you know disgusting is the word a disgusting and very ungodly view of sex. That's what you're doing and you would you want to bring it into your marriage it's not gonna happen yeah so just pray and it's addiction because pornography fornication adultery even Derek jackson mr Derek Jackson, what his name is jackson i know you think you know unfortunately he cheated on his wife that is adultery that is a sin that is a fat sin god doesn't play with this People are like, oh my God, but can't my husband do... Oh, you talk about being married. that like Marriage is better than a relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend. Sis, bro, please don't let me cough now because don't let me faint. Marriage is 1,001 one much better than a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Do you know why? Because that man or that woman has committed to you in front of their families, in front of their friends. They have made you their wife. Or they made you you know they said yes to being to you being their husband. You have signed papers. Do you know to get to get divorced, you have to pay money. In certain countries, to get divorced, that person can literally take half up to half of your life. Why do you think people get a prenup? Marriage is not a joke. That person can take that person can take your whole life with them. People go, people people have to pay money to get divorced. If a boy wanted to walk out my life right now, that's my boyfriend, do you not think he can walk out my life? With my ex, I didn't have to sign no papers. I walked to write out. My reason was Jesus Christ. I walked to write out of his life. Bam. If that was a marriage, I would have to pay. Me, I would have to pay money. I have to now sign papers. Docu- documents will not have to come. Because when you get married, you and that person become one flesh. Yeah? And I just want to clarify something that people out there are enjoying their marriage don't be deceived by their rejection people there are in there are people there that are enjoying their marriage there are people who have been married for years i'm talking 80 70 60 years of marriage and you think i got married yesterday these are old people who are so they're so deeply involved in in love even um my my um adopted grandparents They've been married for, they dated for like three months, got married till today. This is years ago. Their kids are like in their 40s and 30s. Till today, they are even, their grandparents, but they still travel here. They still travel here. They still travel here. They're people who enjoy their marriage. I go to an amazing church called Paris and I see some beautiful marriages. I see some men that adore their wives and some women that adore their husbands. And do you know why that is? It's because they have the fear of God inside of them so they're not getting to this marriage because oh you know i want to marry someone i've been with her for xyz years she's an amazing person no i have the fear of god obviously that counts of course yes it does but i have the fear of god within me so i know that adultery is not a joke adultery is a fat sin that can further that can break trust in a marriage and it's such a big sin fornication and adultery adultery fornication idolatry they all go hand in hand and they are the some of the you know, every sin every sin is like obviously equal. But these are hefty, like those sins are hefty ones. If you think you can worship God, you can wash you can worship one singer over God, you're in for shock. Do you get what I mean? Think about it, even if you, even when you're in a relationship, sometimes you're you're putting God on the same level as that boyfriend and girlfriend. So if it's an ungodly relationship, yeah? So if you're with for instance, if you're with a guy and God God is telling you no. God's telling you, I don't want you to be with this person. This person isn't good for you. This person doesn't consider me. This person doesn't want you in the centre of, of the relationship. Leave this person. You're disobeying God. You are now... You're, you now want to please that, that person, that human being. You're basically putting that human being above God because you're not listening to God. God is a jealous God. So we need to be really, really, really careful. And please, again, people are enjoying their marriages, Yeah. People are enjoying their marriages the same way people want to enjoy their, their relationships. People, speaking as a Christian woman, people out there are really enjoying their marriages. Because a marriage is is is, is a teamwork, is a corporation. It's when, like, a marriage is serious. Like, you literally become... My, my parents are married. You literally become one, guys, in your finances and everything. A marriage is one, like... You're with that person so it's a bit of a shame that obviously someone like the rejection you come put all oh, you know about cheating on your wives and i'm not here to judge him but cheating on your wives and all these things is just a bit of a shame isn't it that um you know it's just a bit of a shame honestly um yeah it's just a shame it's ties and um social ties could be like maybe your favorite celebrity your favorite podcaster your favorite makeup artist a football team that you really love these are all social soul ties so you don't know these people but you feel so connected to their lives there's some people that literally they know everything about celebrity They will die for a celebrity like you write one bad thing in the comment section for a celebrity and see how the whole of them will be bashing you like they will come for your life like they will cancel you completely social soul ties aren't always bad soul ties but it can get serious when you're when you want to kill your whole self or you, you want to put somebody else down because they have an an opinion like they're right. They uh, listen. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. So even if it's about your favorite celebrity, and you you're getting angry, or you're putting down that person, you're cussing that person because they they said something about the celebrity. Even if, if people you see people fighting, if Arsenal loses, they're crying their eyes out. You see people fighting in a stadium, a football stadium, because their team has lost. They're fighting, they're swearing, they're, they're saying all sorts of things because their football team has lost. These are all social social ties. Not saying that they're bad, but it can get really toxic when it becomes obsessive. It can come, become really like dangerous when it becomes like, kind of like you're stalking the person. For example, even on like Tinder dating apps, people build, people get social social ties where we hear it all the time. A guy meets a girl on Tinder And he's obsessed over her. Like, she can't even... She can't go anywhere without this guy coming to stalk her down or without this guy calling her phone or without the guy texting her 150 times, where are you? Or without this guy having to speak to her every single day. But it's so obsessive and it's like, oh, my God, I want to get away from this guy... But you block him, he finds another way to, to message you. You block him, he, he shows up on your in your workplace. These are so these are social soul ties. Like he's stalking your every move. He's looking at all your pictures. He you know he's ch- he's searching down your address. These are social soul ties that can get really scary and obsessive. Um, so we need to be careful. Like I said, with every soul tie that we get ourselves into, and I'm just going to speak about toxic soul ties. And this is what the whole podcast is basically based on every soul tie that I have physical emotional spiritual and social can be toxic a toxic soul tie um in this case that i'm going to refer to is when somebody is literally beating you abusing you mistreating you and this is what this podcast is about basically overcoming hidden abuses or hidden traumas that people don't they don't see when they first look at you and you still can't let go of this person. You want to go. You want to literally let go of this person, but you cannot let go of this person because you feel so tied to this person. Like this person isn't the best one for you. You know this person is toxic towards you. You know this person is not really like you know they're not they're not really that stable. But yet you, you just can't seem to let go, and the other person can't seem to let go. But you want You really really want to let go, and you feel so tied. And you feel so. Horrible in this relationship, but you just can't let go. This is a toxic soul tie. This is a soul tie. You feel bound, and most of these soul ties are from the devil. They're not from God. This is the this is a demonic soul tie. where you are like, oh my! You feel like you're in bondage. That's the feeling. And un- until you actually experience it, you would never know. But you feel that's why it's very hard to speak on it because you have to know where you want to literally let go, but you cannot. Like you want to let go, like. You will stop talking to that person. You block the number. But it's like a it's like a it's like a spirit that just wants, like you you feel so you feel the need to call that person. You feel the need to like call them. You, you can't it's like you can't live without them. So you block them. I'm not gonna speak to this person ever again. I just wanna I don't wanna talk to this person, I don't like them. They're da-da-da-da-da. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. After shouting like you're done, you're done, you're done, you're done, you feel so tired, you feel so you feel the urge. It's like, it's like an urge to, like, call the person. It's like the urge to speak to the person. But you've just said you're done. But you feel this strong urge. Like, you can't even go a day without not unblocking that person. This is a Dominic soul tie. And there are many still in this soul tie. There are many who have moved on into a new relationship. But they're still in a soul tie with their ex. They still constantly think of their ex. In previous episodes, I've even told you about my ex. Yeah. <laughs> Still pulling me in whilst I'm being in another relationship where it's like I can't, it's like lust is burning, like I can't let you go, like I can't believe this is truly over. But you are you you're right? You're with another girl. Do you know what I mean? So it's the thing where it's like I don't know why I'm still, I still want to be with you and I've moved on. Do you get this? Is a spiritual soul tie, this is demonic. It's like the example I even used of like obviously you're not, you don't want to be with the person, but even with the sneak or friend, it down better than your wife, Jackson, does have to have sex with you more than your husband today does. Those is more physical, fine, you can get over that, even those in the back of your mind, like, oh my God, mm. but, it's like, some people actually have that urge where they've even gone into a marriage and they still have to sing for their ex. They still think about their ex. They still wish it could be in, in relation with their ex. These are things you have to break, guys. You have to break it, because it's not from God. Like, it's really demonic before you think of getting into a new relationship, break it. So then when you enter your new relationship, but I guess God, we are made a new creation in Christ. But when you enter your new relationship, you know that you're free. That person's just an ex. That person's just somebody you, you, that you've had experiences with. They're not somebody that you are so, You feel so physical, you're still so tied, you feel so tied to still, Do you get. Um. So just pray that God will just break it. But I'm going to pray for somebody today. Heavenly Father, if anybody is going through a soul tie, Lord, we just pray that you break it. We pray that you release them from this soul tie and they are no longer tied to their ex-boyfriend or their ex-girlfriend, that Lord, that you set them free, Father God, that you give them, you know, freedom and you break them out of this bondage. In Jesus' name, amen. But guys, that's really the end of the episode. Don't forget our scripture, First Corinthians chapter six verse sixteen. Anytime you want to think about having sex, or you know, anybody asks you why are you celebrate, why are you why don't you want to like you know have have sex, you can tell them. You can relate back to the scripture, and you can you know write it somewhere and remember that. You don't want to be, you don't want to, it says to become one flesh. Why am I becoming one flesh with somebody that I'm not marrying? Like, no. So, always remember that. Um, but, thank you guys again. I hope I didn't ruffle, you know, ruffled too many feathers. I was just keeping it real. I was just speaking from ex others' experiences, my experience as well. So, please, guys, we don't want to be in toxic soul ties. Toxic soul, soul ties are demonic. Toxic soul ties are so. Downgrading, they make you feel so small. And we don't want that. And um it could be even with a friend that you, you have a doctor's soul tie with, or you know, it could be with anybody or or in a relationship or whatever, but just pray that God will release you, pray that God will set you free and pray that you don't have to know you no longer have to be in this soul tie or in any sort of tie with anybody that you don't want to be in your life. Um but that's literally it, guys. And um, I love you guys. Remember that we are overcoming together. Um, don't forget to like the new post on Instagram. And, guys, I'm really changing things up on my Instagram. So you guys like pink, fine. But I'm going to turn down the pink a little bit. I'm going to make it a bit more white, beige, pinks. Um, yeah, logo is changing. We're just going to change up the page a little bit. I, lo- I love pink. Pink is my favorite color but there's a way to kind of turn it down. So um, just so that the page is like open to like more people and it looks, and I like pink, but I like, I like things to be elegant. That pink is bold. So all my pink posts are still going to be there, but I'm going to like, you know, turn it down. The way how I release episodes, like maybe not like all the different pictures and all the different like, you know, you guys will see the changes as time goes. you will be like, okay, um, I'm trying to do like different content. I've made a TikTok page now um at overcome a podcast on tiktok um yeah so i'm going to be doing loads of tiktoks new content please if you have any ideas let me know um but yeah god bless you guys and i love you and i'll see you on the next one bye